This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Parshas Vayishlach, Tavshin Ayin Ches. Torah tells us how Yaakov is getting ready to meet Esav, and this is a lesson for us of how we behave in Golis. Every time the Jews have to deal with something in Golis, they made sure to learn Parshas Vayishlach first. The Torah tells us how Yaakov got ready to meet Esav, how he divided up his camp, how he sent gifts, and how he davened. Immediately before he meets Esav, however, and he brings over his family, he returns, he forgot something. And Rashi tells us he returned because he forgot pachim ketanim, small jars, and he went back to get them. And he remained by himself. And a man wrestled with him until morning. The man wants to leave Vayim and he says, Shalcheni, send me away. Ki Allah shachar, because it became morning. So Rashi says, Ki Allah shachar, just because it became morning, he has to leave. So Rashi explains, shira And I need to say shira by day. And therefore, let me go. What does that mean just because he has to say shira? He's in the middle of a fight. Did you win the fight or did you lose the fight? So the Gemara and Chulin on Saudi Aleph on the Bays fills in the blanks. The Gemara says, Shalchein ki shachar, let me go because the morning has come. So Amr Allah Yaakov says to him, Ganavata, are you a thief? Are you a kidnapper? Shemisferim in a shachar, that you have to leave because of the morning? You're scared it's morning time and you have to leave? Amr Allah, so he says to Yaakov, no, Malachani, I'm a Malach. Muyayim shenivrasi, and from the day I was created, and the time for me to say Shira is not, has not come until today. And this form explained this differently, but some of the farsim explain that every Malach is created with a purpose, and this Malach's purpose was to fight and weaken Yaakov. And therefore, now that he completed his Tafkid, he now gets to say Shira to Hashem. Not that he gets to say Shira every day, but now that he, f- he completed his Tafkid, now he gets to say Shira. And the Gemara says an amazing thing. Klai Yisrael is more special to Hashem than his Malachim. You know why? Klai Yisrael can say Shira at all times. We can dive into Hashem. Malachi Yisharis, but Malachim some malachim only get to say shira once a day. Some pamachas b'shabbos only get to say shira once a week. Some pamachas b'chodesh only once a month. Others pamachas b'shana only once a year. Others pamachas b'shua once every shemitah, once every seven years. Pamachas b'yayvel. Some malachim only get to say shira once every yayvel, every fifty years. Pam achas ba'elam. There are some malachim who only get to say shira once in their existence. Only Klai because we are chavivin to Hashem, we can say shira the whole time. B'chol at all times we can say shira to Hashem. What a tremendous lesson we're learning from here. We take it for granted. We can just go daven anytime we want. We can open up our mouth and talk to Hashem. And we know Hashem is listening. Not a malach. A malach of Hashem is very limited in when he can praise Hashem. 
Sometimes it's only once in their whole existence. In 1943, early 1943, when the Nazis were pushing back into the Soviet Union, they came across one of the towns, mid-sized town, and unfortunately they did what they did in a lot of places, the, the Nazis in Machshom started to gather the Jews together. The direction went out that all the Jews must appear in the central stadium. It was a soccer stadium. That was the big plaza of this town. And everyone has to go there. The Jews had no choice. Not really knowing what was going to happen exactly. And they all started to go towards the stadium. And as they got closer, they realized what was really happening. And that they're going to get killed in the stadium. There's a group of Jews walking. And they're about two and a half blocks away from the stadium. There were Nazi soldiers stationed all along the way, and this group of Jews turned to some of the Nazis standing there, and he said, you know, there's a shul right here on this corner. Would it be okay if we can go inside and dive in there? The Nazis started laughing at them. You guys are going to get killed, that's what you're worried about. He said, please, what's the difference? Humor us. The Nazis laughed and let them go inside to the shul, and they said, we give you some time to dive in here, then straight to the stadium. More entertainment for us. The Yidin went inside, a group of Jews went inside, and they dive in Mincha. Could you explain such a Mincha, the way they dive in? Could you describe such a Mincha? They dive in so beautifully. They stood before Hashem, knowing that this was their last time on earth, that they will dive into Hashem. They were not distracted by anything. They did not look at their watches. They did not wonder why the chasm was taking so long. They did not wonder why the guy next to him was shuckling so much. All they were focused on was their conversation with the Shemiz Barach, knowing that very soon they're going to meet him. If we would look at our tefillahs like that, every time we daven a mincha, we look at it, this is our only time we get to daven this mincha, because the truth is this mincha will never come again. This chakras will never come again. This marav will never come again. When the Anshei Knesset HaKedayla set up tefillah, they instilled in every single tefillah something to accomplish, something different than the other tefillah. If we don't use the tefillah well, the tefillah is gone. Just because we have the opportunity to speak to Hashem B'chal Shah doesn't mean we shouldn't look at it as it's only once ba'ilam, once in our existence. Because each tefillah, while we are around Baruch Hashem, and we have the ability to always speak to Hashem, each tefillah stands on its own. And that is how we see how much Hashem loves us, but how powerful our tefillahs are. Have a wonderful Shabbos. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.